following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Podducers. The following episode of the Podducers may contain language and quotes that are not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Lights, camera, podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Podducers. I am the Wizard of Jaws. I am back. Austin and Big Rick, the quote king and the misquoter, held it down last week. I am here with the quote king himself to be back in the fold. Thanks for helping me out, buddy. No problem. Anytime. You know what? It's, it's always nice to call an audible every now and again. You know, it, it keeps things fresh. Uh, you and both the misquoter and the Duke of Quotington have different. <laughs> He's ha- going to be so upset that that nickname stuck. Ben's going to be like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> not, not a fan. Uh, we'll figure out something better for him. But I mean, you guys have <laughs> like a little bit different taste in movies, like collectively than like me and you do. Uh, like you guys did the birdcage last week. Great episode, hilarious! I've actually never seen the Birdcage. Oh so. my god, dude! Oh, yeah, listen, right. and and he brought something extra. I really, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, hey, this is a movie that the two of us like, and it would be really fun to talk about for thirty minutes. Oh yeah, and then he, he brought breaking in, like, out technical Broadway side, choreography Broadway stuff. Exactly. Oh yeah, great. Like I didn't realize what an expert in it he was, and he kept saying like theaters like his job. He's not performing on stage, people. Big Big Rick is not a ballerina no. or something. He helps build the sets and sceneries for the musical. But yeah, he's, when he's you're a, a backstage stage, guy, yeah. yeah, he's a stage crew guy. He wears all black a lot, but he's not goth. It's not the same thing. It's it's different. I mean, he might be goth, but we don't know. We never you're right. Know you'd that. never know because it's his profession, right? So you, I don't know what he looks like in normal attire because he just wears black all the time. But uh, we are changing gears here. We are going with a rom com. We are off the beaten path for what you and I do. Yes. Uh, and it's funny. So we actually did a an episode of Common Debauchery. Rotten Jack and I did an episode where like we listed off our favorite rom-coms. And not only did that stem me into like watching a few other rom-coms that I had never seen before, but it also like set me down the path of like re-watching ones. And we're doing the proposal this week, which made my list, I believe, if memory serves. And Ryan Reynolds is easily one of my favorite actors. And I, 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 I was going to say that it's not really totally off the beaten path because Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. And I mean, he's just next level funny for no fucking reason. <laughs> Sorry. So, hold on. You missed it. Yep. For no f-ing reason. Okay, we'll edit that out later. That's fine. <laughs> so I, like he's just he plays the assistant. To, to the re- to the regional manager, no. yeah, to Sandra Bullock, no, no. to, to plays, the editor, who plays Margaret Tate, and she's an editor at a New super York successful, publisher. like, yep. And his, his whole thing, his whole thing is like the reason he slaves her, and she's an absolute. I'm gonna I'm gonna pre up. I'm gonna like load this. She's an absolute. <laughs> 
like without question, <laughs> top tier <laughs> the whole time to the point that I'm pretty sure they call her the throughout the movie or like they refer to her as the bitch or whatever. The way like, which she, is which is on her broom. They have like an IM chat going oh, yeah. to the office and they all panic and go about their business. Yeah. So like the office is like normal, just everyday chatter and everything. And then like somebody sh- shoots like an inner office memo that she's here and they all like scatter and get to work. And it's like dead quiet, like a like the Nazi librarian is in the building and ever like you can't even sneeze without getting kicked out. What's well, like she, he introduces her to uh, his family. Is it Margaret or Satan's mistress? Because we've heard it both ways. <laughs> we heard you call both things. We don't really know what to do. Well, and like his, the whole reason he like he slaves to her is because he's trying to get a book that he wrote published. Well, yeah, well, a book that he read. Somebody had given him a manuscript, and he had an eye for it. it. No, nope. Somebody gave it to him, and because he he wants to be an editor too. Right now, he's just an assistant. And he wants to be an right, editor like right. she is. Not she's like the head of the whole thing, but he wants to be an editor. Um, and editing is just, you know, people give you manuscripts, books, poems, whatever, and you kind of have to decide, is this good? Should we move forward and put money behind it? Right. And I guess Margaret Tate, being Sandra Bullock, is so fantastic at it that she's a head honcho and is very, very wealthy because of it. Right. And Andrew, who is Ryan Reynolds, wants to do the same thing. But right now he's just her coffee assistant, like yeah, just he, answers he's, phone calls. He's right, basically he's, her little bitch. Right. Yeah, it's essentially what it is. Uh, and then there's, there's a nice little monkey wrench thrown in here where it turns out she's a Canadian and faces deportation because her visa expired. And she never renewed it. She never renewed it thinking like nothing of it. She like, she was beneath it or whatever. Like it didn't matter something. So, Correct. She didn't think it was that big a deal. Turns out overstaying your visa, pretty big deal to the INS. <laughs> yeah. So she uh, she hatches the scheme where she's now going to force him to marry her so she can stay like basically get a green card wedding. And he basically says, OK, as long as like he gets the promotion that he's been working so hard for the whole way. Right. A little quid pro quo there. Yeah. So uh, the thing is. There's an INS agent who like does not believe it. So he like he's like, trying. What, to what a coincidence here! I can't believe that right when you're about to get deported, you're all of a sudden married. Who knew? Right. So it uh it has this whole thing like it it, it it's hilarious and the funny part about it is he hates her, like right. despises her existence because she's such a c word. She's the in the that I've been the whole time. And hilarious. I listen, really, and it's it's there's so many fantastic actors in this movie, like Betty White, just in all of her glory of of a hundred years of awesomeness. Yes. Being in this movie is is just great. She almost turned down the part because it would have caused her to be away from her golden retriever for 10 days, and she didn't want to do that. (laughs) Because because Betty White is a gem. I listen, everybody adds something just fantastic to this. So I mean, I haven't seen Craig T. Nelson, like my first thought goes to coach the TV show from way back in the day. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what else would I have known Craig T. Nelson from other than coach? And really, I'm like trying to rack my brain and I couldn't think of anything. Like I had nothing. I guess he's, uh, oh, he, well, he's Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles. <laughs> Learned something new there. Did not know that. <laughs> I mean, that would have been the biggest one, but obviously it's not his face. It's just his voice, and I'm not sure I would have picked that out of a lineup. Yeah. But he's very good. And then you've got uh, Mary Steenbergen, who 
for my money is uh, very funny is the mom from Step Brothers. That's where my my head goes to in that one. But she's also married to Tid Danson from Cheers. So there's a little Hollywood uh, romance there. But each one of them brings, I mean, they are very well casted, as I think most good movies are. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, this goes as far as uh, Ramon, a.k.a. Oscar Nunez, a.k.a. Oscar from The Office. Oscar Martinez. Playing, I believe, a gay stripper in this. I, I think so. He, I mean, I don't think it ever comes out that he. He's very. Like, likes men. We'll, they we'll, don't, yeah, we'll put it at he's right. flamboyant. Right. But he also hits on Sandra Bullock. Right. So, so like may, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. But he's like the only exotic dancer on the other because they go to Sitka, Alaska for in like Billy, the middle of nowhere to, right. I would say, a rinky dink small town, except it's, I mean, it's Alaska. So I, I think every town is kind of rinky dink. It's a whole thing. But it turns out that when they get there, um, Andrew's family is loaded that she thought oh, yeah. she was, she was being kind of snobbish because they, they were going on the plane about, uh, trying to figure out facts and details about each other's lives that they have to know for the INS right. investigation. And she's like, whose apartment do we sleep at? That's easy. Mine. And he's like, whoa, whoa, why would we sleep at your apartment? And she goes, I live at central park West and you probably live in some rundown studio apartment on the, you know what I mean? It is chirping his lifestyle. And then they show up and it's like his last name, I think is, uh, it's Saxton Paxton Paxton Paxton. Then all of a sudden you've got, Paxton General Store and Paxton Grocery Mart and Paxton Doctors and Paxton, you know what I mean? She's like, yeah, owns um, the whole damn town. Right, seriously. His family owns everything in this entire town and they have to take a boat to his house. And it's like on an island. Yeah. It's, it's just there. Like it's just on its own little thing. Like, oh, no big deal. And you can only get to his giant mansion on the island by boat. <laughs> well, and like, <laughs> oh, I am, all right. I am not getting in that boat. All right, fine. I'll see you in three days. You know, I can't swim. Hence the Hence boat. Hence the boat. <laughs> Really, I, I love the very subtle ways that he torments her throughout the entire movie. Just it's like him getting back at all the years of anguish she causes him at work. Where he's like, Can you give me a hand here? And he just puts his hand in her ass. Remove the hand. <laughs> okay, whatever. Andrew, what help her with her bags. She's a feminist, mom. She won't let me do anything. She's gonna carry that bag herself. What I can't I nothing. I, what, what am I supposed to do? What am I allergic to? Pine nuts and the full spectrum of human emotion. <laughs> Like and the best part is you can hear Ryan Reynolds <laughs> saying it, so you're just like, "Oh dear God!" Like, it's just it, so good. It, the only way it could be better if he wore like a Deadpool mask throughout yes. the entire movie. I feel like that would have made it probably funnier. It would have made no sense, but it would have been funnier. He's so like his blank stare, emotionless sarcasm doesn't need the mask. Like, wasn't well, isn't that like a TikTok thing now? I think so. Where it, it's it's somebody failing or something. Like somebody falls into a pool or something, and it's just him like blank stare like he doesn't yeah. say anything it's just his blank stare yeah i don't know if he's doing those or if people are super at like imposing his face or splicing the video together i don't know uh, i mean you could do it either way i'm sure he's done a few and then people just like you know do that his like the video of him being like right awkward stare just looking and at then, him and somebody else pancaking in a pool or yeah but like just, out of their car just this whole like the the whole thing, starting with like the proposal of their fake marriage. Well, I'll tell my family about our engagement when I want and how I want. Now ask me nicely. Ask you nicely what? Ask me nicely to marry you, Margaret. What does that mean? You heard me on your knee. Fine. Does this work for you? Oh, I like this. Yeah. And, and, she, and she's like in a pencil skirt and barely yeah. makes it down to the ground. Like she yeah. <laughs> barely makes it get down there in her four inch heels. Here you go. Will you marry me? No. Say it like you mean it, Andrew. Yes, Margaret. Sweet Andrew. <laughs> I'm listening. Would you please, with cherries on top, marry me? 
okay. I don't appreciate the sarcasm, but I'll do it. I'll see you at the airport tomorrow. And then walks away and she can't get off and she can't get off the ground herself. And then she's like stuck there. I'm not rich. My parents are rich. What? Which is the kind of thing that only a rich person would say. <laughs> it is uh, everything from. I, th- I love all of her interactions with Betty White. I mean, yeah. so really, again, so from right off the get go, when she goes, is it Margaret or Satan's mistress? Like we've heard it both ways. And then they have that little, I guess, bonding moment into woods where, where Grammy's like part some native american indian i don't know yeah. i don't think they ever explain her ancestry but they're it's very yeah she's part of the tribe whatever the hell somehow that, is. that right that's yeah. where they're going with it so she's in the woods like chanting and she goes the spirits are you know they're they're around us and they they help us and they guide our families so you just you just chant and she's going it doesn't mean anything just whatever you say is the correct thing to say so like sandra bullock's in the woods to the window to the window the walls to the walls to switch up down my balls. And she's like, that, that, that's where, <laughs> that's where the spirits told you sweat and balls that that's what happened here. That's where that's like, that's, that's <laughs> how, oh, how did want to do this information? But like, and then she's trying on the wedding dress. She goes, Oh, let me just, let me find your boobs in there. It's like looking for two Easter eggs. She's like I was a little chestier than you when I got married. <laughs> I have never farted in front of him, nor will I ever fart in front of him. She farts in her sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you were some kind of Alaskan Kennedy? How could I? We were in the middle of talking about you for the last three years. Okay, you know what? Time out, okay? The bickering Bickerson thing has got to stop. People need to think that we're in love. So just let's, that, hey, that's no problem. I can do that. I can pretend to be, be I can pretend to be the doting fiance. That's easy. But for you, that's going to require you to stop snacking on children while they dream. <laughs> Like, just such a hard shell. Like, I can do it. Can you when you're not eating children? Right. Well, again, they're going through the books on the plane on the way there. He's like, the scary thing is, is that I know all of this information about you, but you have a couple of days to learn all of this without me. <laughs> Which, again, is just terrible. It's, I, it's, it really just speaks to, I don't know. I don't want to say that all people who are focused that, that much in their career are self-centered. But, I mean, it certainly portrays it that way. And really, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people have to make those sacrifices. I feel like if you're, if you're a bigwig, you know what I mean? It's, you don't have time for a home life. You are married to work. And I think that's pretty much what they've depicted Sandra Bullock's character as, that, right? That she just, it yeah. never worked out for her, you all, know? All about her, all about her career, just diving in and living there. And, and, like, and, and that's the rom-com thing, right? Like, so it's unlikely duo ends up together for whatever reason right I mean, we've we've seen it in how many different like what was it ten, knocked, ten knocked million up. other movies yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> like not knocked up they end up together because they have a one night stand and get her pregnant uh, it was um just married where ashton kutcher and Brady whoever Murphy. else yeah like Brady get Murphy. drunk and get drunk and get married on accident like just or that that was probably even a different one that wasn't just married. I think they actually got married because they liked each other at the start of that one or whatever. But it, was, like, it was super quick. They were dating for like six weeks. And yeah, then and then married or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're, then they're the, like the the Vegas wedding one happened in one of them, and like it always happens where they they meet, they they're in love, then they hate each other, and it's funny. And then like at the end of the movie, they like realize they actually like each other, and but that's not going to work out for a minute. Like and at the, like at the end of this one, like she leaves, Margaret takes off. Fully expecting to be like, whatever, I'm just going to get deported. I'll go back to Canada and figure it out. And like, Betty White fakes a heart attack to get him on a plane. 
Well, it's, I, I love that she, she leaves him a note just saying like, uh, you know, Hey, she was, I couldn't do this. Like, I, I forgot what it's like to have a family and how wonderful it is. And, and she, she tells him the manuscript. She goes, Hey, you have a, a wonderful eye. She goes, I'll make sure we buy this book. It'll be the last thing I do before I'm deported to Canada. Um, she have a great eye for talent. And I, you know, I, I knew that promoting you to editor would mean losing you as an assistant. So it's a very sappy thing. Right. His, his ex-girlfriend walks in and he's like, you know, um, it's sham wedding. He was like, get it. He goes, but then this terrorist writes me this note. And like, even while he's being like endearing to her, like he calls her a terrorist. It's like this woman. And he's like, stop it. It almost looks like he's holding back tears. He goes, it's a giant pain in my ass. Like, he's like, I don't know. He's like confounded with emotion, but he just keeps cursing her out and calling her a terrorist. Fun fact about Andrew number 11. I like Pringles. Okay. They're delicious. All hostess products. Coke, never Pepsi, and beef jerky. What are you, like 13? I mean, that's basically Ryan Reynolds, I feel like, in every yeah. role. Like, if Deadpool had favorite snacks, like, that would be that would be what that was. Like, and this is probably one of the most underrated ending, like, not ending, but, like, near end of movie monologues ever. With, with her standing at the church or him? Him. Oh. So like three days ago, I loathe you. I used to dream about you getting in a cat, getting hit by a cab. Then we had oh, right, right at the all the way at the end. Yeah, and and things started to change. Things changed when we kissed, and when you told me about your tattoo, even when you checked me out when we were naked. But I didn't realize any of this until I was standing alone in a barn, wifeless. Now you can imagine my disappointment when it suddenly dawned on me that the woman I love is about to be kicked out of the country. So Margaret, marry me because I'd like to date you. I'd like to date you. <laughs> like. I don't uh, that's not normally how that goes, but okay, bud. Oh, Wandy tells her to shut up while she keeps going. Says, Margaret, stop talking. <laughs> For the love of God, shut your mouth. Ironically, that's how my proposal went. Well, naturally. You fucking stop. What? I need to talk to you. Just shut up for a second. You forgot to beep yourself. I don't care. <laughs> proposal story. No one cares. Uh and like this, I mean, this movie won awards, seven of them to be exact, on twenty nominations. That's a I big mean, really, deal for a rom com. I, I do think it's quite good. I mean, really, it, it to your point, it follows all the same. It, it there's no there's no new ideas in Hollywood. They basically they took two people and they're not together, and then there's a story arc, and then they wind up together. I think the only time I can think of where that didn't happen is uh, the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, now the movie is called The Breakup. Right. Like, newsflash, spoiler alert. They don't end up getting back to get, like, you know what I mean? I feel like the whole movie, I'm waiting. Yeah, you're waiting for that that moment, that, like, light bulb moment of, oh, my God, I love her. Right. Yeah, they broke up, but they got back together. That moment never comes. And then they go their separate ways. The movie ends with them breaking up. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Everything is ingrained in me to go the other way. Like, I was rooting for them to get back together. Nope, didn't happen. Hmm. Uh, so Julia Roberts was actually the first choice to play Margaret, but she didn't want to take a pay cut to be in the movie. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's Julia Roberts, but I like Sandra Bullock in this role. I think that's, I don't really think of, of her as like a mean person. And I guess I don't think of Sandra Bullock as a mean person either, but you know what I mean? Like, no, but she can definitely like, she can play that snotty, like, because that's kind of what it is, like snotty, uptight, persnickety bitch, I guess. Right. I feel like, you know, 
Julia Roberts is like America's sweetheart. Do you know what I mean? Like she's like the nicest person. I feel like in so many right. different movies that she does. I just don't see her being, I mean, I'm going to use the, the bad guy here in air quotes. Like, I'm not using her being the bad guy, but. It, it, so ironically, that's the second movie in the same year that Roberts turned down for not wanting to get paid less that Bullock took over. The other one was the blind side where Bullock won an Oscar. I was just going <laughs> to say that's. And really, I think again, she, as Marianne Tui, I think she did. Really, I'm really Tim McGraw. I know we're country music fans, right? But he's the husband in that one. I feel like people miss that one. They're like, who's that yeah. guy? Oh, it's Tim uh, McGraw. How about that? I, I also missed that at the start of watching 1883 or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, yeah. You didn't realize that Tim McGraw yeah. and, Faith, and Faith Hill. Yeah. With the beard. Like that dude should have a beard forever. <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, is it 21 Jump Street? With uh, Have you seen that one? Yes. Right. So they're they're getting together and the biker that's like hanging out with the, the drug dealers the entire movie. He ends up like they get into a fight at the end and he, he rips off his and it's Johnny Depp. And it's been <laughs> and it's been Johnny Depp the entire time. Right. And Tony Hill goes, dude, you were an actor. He's like, you're the greatest actor of all time. And it's like, it's like just throwing chops <laughs> out there. Like nobody knew that it was Johnny Depp for two hours and 10 minutes. That's really movie. funny. Right. Right. Because like who else would do that? Like, keep their name out of the credits. He's not in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't find it on the IMDb. Like, and all of a sudden, at the end of the movie, he just, boom. Yeah. Nailed it. And, like, I, I love stuff like that. I love, I enjoy when I can't tell who an actor is. Because I don't, like, I don't, and, and you're you're fantastic at this. Like, you're the person who could be like, oh, that's insert actor or actress's name here. And they've played insert everything they've ever done of popular culture. Like I train, I train my brain to do that. It's been, it's been a long, <laughs> very tenuous process. And like, like I get excited when I'm watching a show or a movie and I'm like, Oh, that's uh, so-and-so. And like every now and again, Ali actually knows what I'm talking about, which is fun. But like, <laughs> I, I enjoy that. I enjoy recognizing people like off the beaten path, but I, I want to be able to look at somebody in the role they're playing and not be like, that is so-and-so playing like, Oh, that's Robert Downey Jr. Playing Tony Stark. Like, no, no, no. That's just Tony Stark. Like, I want that. Right. I want to, I want the separation because I know it's an actor. I know, like, I know it's Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool, but like Deadpool and Van Wilder should be different people, even though there's a huge fan theory that they're the same, <laughs> which I actually really enjoy. But that's another you, story for another time. You know what? And so I kind of get that way with, uh, I guess we'll say emotions when movies, when people go like, oh my God, like, uh, so I, off the top of my head, uh, Umbridge from the Harry Potter movies. I hate her. Right, right. Exactly. That's the whole thing. People go, oh, my God, she was despicable. She hated her. I'm like, yeah, that woman did a fantastic job of making you yes. hate her. I mean, she did her job phenomenally. So to be like, oh, well, I hate her. I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, the, like, point. that's the point. Right. Exactly. That's They're like that's, I love that stuff. If I walked out of there going, oh, my God, she made my skin crawl every time she was on screen. Fantastic. Well, well casted. I, if that's the point. Right. That's. Yeah, if if the point of your character is to make me want to kick your ass, and the only thing I can think about the entire time of watching the movie is kicking your ass, you did the good. You did a good job, right? It's well, we I think we said that with Heath Ledger and the the Joker thing too. Yes, that like was so bone chilling that like you were transported. You yes. were like weren't you were totally fixated on what he was doing in that performance, and he was fantastic. Yeah, and it, and it's one of those things that the more the more you do like do that type of acting the more, like, the more you're taken away from 
oh, it's this famous person and thrown into the actor, like the emotion you're supposed to feel or like whatever you're supposed to feel toward them. The easier it is, I think, to draw that line between the actor and the actual the role. Right. And I like. I don't even know where we're going with this at this point. <laughs> just just people doing a good job. Yes. And, and really, and, and I think in, in making you not like them, I think is more difficult than making you like them. Because if you watch the proposal, you'd be like, oh, my God, Betty White, I love her. You know, right. She's an adorable grandma. Like, yes. everybody loves that. There's no reason to not like Betty White. But, I mean, to, for somebody to, if you to watch a movie and really be like, wow, that was, I hated her. That was really, and not because of how she said something or because you thought the acting was bad. Like, oh, man, really, everybody no, else was good in that movie. But character, I hate Right. That. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so ironically, this is going to stem me into three questions to wrap up our episode. Number one, oh boy, um, we're going to get the two easy ones out of the way first. <laughs> Does this movie get made in 2022? I think you can make it in literally the exact same yeah. way. I don't think you change. They, they do look at any rom-com. They yeah, really, they is, do make this movie every single two months. This is your standard run of the mill rom-com. Uh, right. how many clicky clacky boards? You know what? I mean, because it's a, well, because again, it's, I don't think there's anything spectacularly unique about this other than the the charisma of ryan reynolds i think really elevating it um right. and what the cast brings to the, what the ensemble brings to the to the episode or not our episode but to the movie uh i mean really i think it's a really good rom-com but i'm still gonna go like like a three five that's exactly it's it's it's, it's, it's it's not an, on another level comedy it's not in the hall of fame i don't think but really it's a pretty good rom-com it's i think it's still a remote dropper oh yeah right? i mean i, I would but I, I would watch it go oh Proposals on. I'll watch that. That is the uh, the first movie we've done that just got a flat seven. Oh, it is landed. it really? That's kind of low for us. Yeah, right. Uh, so, so Step Brothers and Dodgeball were a six. The Longest Yard was a six five. Hocus Pocus was a six seven five. The Proposals a seven, landing just under Meet the Parents and Major League. Which I honestly, I that that tracks. I think that tracks. There's a couple. I mean, it's it's, it's weird because like Hocus Pocus is like, I don't yearly want to watch the proposal. Like every every Halloween, I go, oh, we got to watch Hocus Pocus. No, but at at the same time, like if Hocus Pocus was on like today, you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I'm watching this. But if the proposal was, you put the remote down. I I might stop and watch it just to go. It's not Halloween. Did I skip like four months? What the hell happened? Like, this is not this. This isn't where I parked my car. Right. All right. Last question. Last thing to kind of round about the. Oh, boy. The episode here. Uh, this was brought up on Common Debauchery by Rotten Jack a couple episodes ago. If Betty White is America's grandma, oh boy, and Bob Saget was America's dad for his role on Full House, who would America's grandpa be, and who would America's mom be? Oh, there's so many different ways that like you could go with this. Um, honestly, it would have to be somebody who, like, unfortunately, it might have been like somebody who passed away recently. So, I mean, I don't know. So, like, my my first head jumped. I mean, I will get we're going like way old here, but like, I don't know. Dick Van Dyke's been around for ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's in Night at the Museum. He made those cameos and those comebacks and stuff like that. But I don't know if he strikes me as like Grandpa. Do you? I don't. I don't feel right. So I put I put Peter Boyle. As that was one of the, as everybody was Raymond, right? Yeah. That would have been a thing. Yeah, Frank Barone. 
And I think you could put Doris Roberts as so like ev- like everyone has two sets of grandparents, right? So I think you could put the two of them together as one set and then put like her and uh, put Betty White and I don't know. Um, God, why am I blanking on this guy's name? I-, I blank out his name every time I want to talk about him. Holy fuck me. Did you just mention him? No, no. Oh, God damn it. Load faster. IMDB. Jesus Christ. Sam Elliott. Those. Oh yeah. So Betty White and Sam Elliott are grandma and grandpa number one. And then the grandma and grandpa from everyone loves Raymond are grandma and grandpa number two. That's my world. Then Bob Saget. I don't know who I put as as America's mom. Yeah. I mean, America's mom. I mean, they can like, I, 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 Julia Roberts was America's sweetheart. I don't know if that's, yeah, everyone's mom. I originally went. I mean, it's not a, a fun, loving thing, but like, I, my head went to uh, Catherine, Katie, uh, Catherine Segal. Uh, so Gene said the same thing, right? Which is funny. Same exact thing. Well, because I mean, I just my head went to married with children, right? Do you know what I mean? And she had been around forever, and then she was Jack's mom from uh, Sons of Anarchy, right? So like, she had been a mom. In well, and like, and she like several that is, things. That is a very dark but very matronly role. Like, she's very protective right. of her of her kids and of her family. Yeah, she, she's, and, she's a tiger mom. There's yeah. no question. Yes, I mean, and listen, I'm not opposed to that. And, and like, and imagine that dynamic. Imagine Full House Bob Saget, <laughs> yeah. aka Danny Tanner, <laughs> and fucking Gemma Teller as a couple. Uh, right. <laughs> with, with. Sam Elliott and um, Jesus Christ, why is my brain doing this? Betty White as like Gemma's parents. You're throwing a and, lot of fictional grandparents around. It's tough to keep them all straight. Right. And then the Barones as because that because Bob Saget, like Danny Tanner would only come from the Barones. Like that's just. <laughs> oh, it's your parents. Got it. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Man. I mean, I think that that tracks. I mean, there's some other people. So I like just off the top of my head. Um, I really like the the guy who plays Santa Claus in Elf. Right. Ed, Ed Asner. Yeah. yeah. That like, again, yeah, he just, he kind of reminds me that as a grandpa type thing going on there. I don't think that's, uh, I mean, how he's, I think he's long since the seats, but you got grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka. Oh God. I yeah. just think, you know, I just think of like a fun. Uh, grandpa. grandpa Joe is kind of a shithead. Right. Yeah, this this, this dude bed, was old, decrepit. Work. The family's poor. They're, right. they're they're eating fucking dirty laundry soup for dinner, and, and all of a sudden <laughs> Charlie gets a water. ticket. My man's going out, going skipping. I uh, yeah, right. Seriously, he all of a sudden learned how to walk the second oh, he look at that. to a chocolate factory. You know, lazy amazing. fuck. <laughs> okay, so cross off Grandpa Joe. We can. Skip. <laughs> he sucks. It was the worst. <laughs> uh, this this okay. So at our next episode, I want to do like pick like a movie type or like like say like just for shits like say like like well, let's cast a batman movie and who we would want to play who type thing i want that i want to do that for our next episode oh so i say i was gonna i, I went the other way with it my head went okay who else was in who's who's supposed to be a good guy who's really a bad guy just a pos and whatever movie you were watching that's let's like do that too right we can yeah. do all of those things. let's do that one first because i think the other one's going to take a minute to like really kind of plan out so uh let's let's go forward with that let's do like real like non-heroes there's, not there's suppo- heroes. no no they're they're supposed to be a good guy right 
but, but they're but really, really right. They're, they're really, really not a good person at all. They're pretty a terrible human being. Yeah, I'm in. So that'll be next week. Uh, so you guys can look forward to that. And then you can check out our Patreon page, which will be linked in the bio below. Uh, we are going to have be posting probably it'll probably be posted by the time this airs. Uh, you'll be able to see one of our uh, lost episodes where we did the replacements oh. during a very racially charged t- time. We're, in- we're, remember the Titans? Yes. What did I say? Replacements. Yep. Okay. So remember F- the Titans. Fantastic football movie. Not the yeah. one we were talking about, though. Listen, my my brain is in seven <laughs> different places right now, apparently, because I can't do my I can't. Apparently, an hour and a half straight of podcasting is pretty much my limit. So uh, remember the Titans. We did that during a fairly racially charged time here in uh, in the country, especially here in Buffalo with the shooting at the tops and stuff. And we talked about it. We went way off track, got way into. Uh, right, uh, I feel like we were on the air for like 45, 50 minutes. And we spoke about remember the Titans for like seven and a half minutes. It was totally not about movies at all. Pretty much. So uh, you can check that out, but you got to go on our Patreon. There is a paywall behind it. So if you want to hear it, you're going to have to uh, subscribe to our page, like follow, share, subscribe on Facebook. Just type in the producers. We show up, I promise. And then uh, outside of that, Thanks for joining me, buddy. Thanks for holding it down in my absence. No problem, buddy. And, Always uh, a pleasure. I'm going to uh, let you pack up and get to work here with that. That's Sweet. a wrap. Later. The Producers is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at BICBP-radio.com or find us on social media by typing in The Producers to Facebook. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and tell your friends about us today.